0: Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions, please email us at info at If you would like to support this ministry financially, visit us at capitalchristian.com and click the Give button in the top right corner. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, you may be seated. Well, I have, I, I don't know how to segue out of that. I'm about ready to cry my face off right here. I would like to say, Mark, your eyes are so blue. Yeah, gorgeous eyes. That sounds weird, but man, you're my brother-in-law. Anyways, let's move on. Um, I got 15 minutes. Can you give me 15 minutes? I have never preached in 15 minutes, but we've, we've gone a little bit long. Uh, this is Vision Weekend. We like to go with the flow. How many flow people do we have? You like to go with the flow. All right. So I got, actually now I got 14 minutes Wow, that clock is going fast. Um, I want to give you a little teaching, and I feel like I'm going to actually have my dad at the end of, of my teaching, my, my teaching, this talk, um, to pray for us, because I think this is a word for us as a church, and it's something that God put in my heart last year, but I, I felt I really feel strongly this is a word for us as a community going forward into the new year. And I really believe, if you're taking notes, you can write this down, that God wants to give us a new way to carry life. A new way to carry life. Uh, To carry uh, difficult times. uh, To carry all that God has entrusted to us and so that's the theme that Jesus is, is fleshing out in Matthew chapter 11. If you've brought your Bibles, you can turn there really quick you don't have to uh, but Matthew chapter 11 beginning in verse 25, um, Jesus Matthew has Jesus um, uh, in a conversation with his disciples and verse 25 uh, reads, "At that time Jesus declared, "I thank you Father, Lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise." He's talking to his Disciples, he's talking about the kingdom of God. You have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and have revealed. Everyone say revealed. You have revealed them to little children. And then he says in verse 26, yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. And he continues in verse 27, all things have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him then we come to verse 28 there's a lot that um i would love to talk about i just can't do it this morning but jesus continues and says come to me everyone say come come to me here we have an invitation Uh, we have a radical welcome uh into the kingdom of jesus jesus said come to me all who are all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest how many of you want more rest I need more rest. If you've been stressed out, this is a word for you. Uh, If you're disillusioned today, this is a word for you. If you're discouraged in your heart, this is a word for you. Jesus continues in verse 29, take my yoke. Everyone say yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly. I'm not vicious. I'm not a a manipulator. I'm not a taker. I'm not violent. uh, But I'm gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. And then he ends in verse 30. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Could you bow your heads, close your eyes, Father? I just thank you for uh, the next. I, now I have 11 minutes. I thank you for uh, your grace. And uh, we know you're doing an incredible work. And Lord, I thank you that. Uh, You would help me to share what you've put on my heart. And Lord, I thank you that tonight is going to be an incredible night downtown. And Lord, we're going to pack this place out as we commission your people uh, into the new year. So Lord, I just thank you for just getting our hearts ready. And uh, Lord, I thank you that you are here. And I thank you that your second favorite team is the New England Patriots. And so we just ask that you continue to bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said... Amen. Amen. Hey, so last night we got home late and my kids, how many parents do we have here? Okay, we got a few parents. So um, this is, it, it was about maybe 11 o'clock at night and I just had my boys and they were asleep in the car. And I remember I was tired. And parents, you know, you know that exhaustion, you've been going all day, you're tired, um, you don't know how you're going to make it, you're crying yourself to sleep, that kind of tired, that's where I was And I remember I I pulled up to our house, it was cold, my boys were out, and for a split second I thought about leaving them in the car, right? I'm like, they're six, right? They're almost adults. And uh, so I woke them up and I, I remember, I mean, they're big boys. Have you seen my boys? They're six tanks. They're just, I mean, they work out all the time. Wesley's calling me old man now. I'm like, dude, don't you dare call me old man. Uh, but he's such, a, uh, he's such a good kid. So I remember I, I woke him up, and uh, I had one, I think it was Wesley, in one of my arms, and I was dragging Q by his leg into the house, right? That's how tired I was. I was just really tired, really exhausted. I actually didn't do that. Some of you are like, oh, my God, you're the worst dad ever. Um, but I, I remember going into the house and carrying Wesley up to uh, his room And right before we got to his bed, he looked at me, and he goes, Dad, um, I want to, Dad, thank you for carrying me. I love you so much. And I remember it was one of those precious moments, and I'm like, you know, I'm just like, son, thank you. That means so much. Just so you know, I want you to remember this, because when I'm 85, you're going to be carrying me. (laughs) You're going to be changing my shorts like I did when you were a baby. Uh, So get yourself ready. 40 years. I expect a lot from you, young man, right? And I remember thinking, I'm like, there, there are seasons that we go through where, man, and I, I think it's not just seasons. I think it's every day, every day where we need to, we need to learn the art not only of being with Jesus, but of giving all of our burdens to Him and letting Jesus carry our burdens, our future. Our stuff, our issues. And I think that's a, that's a really difficult problem for, for a lot of Americans. Um, like, f- for example, I wish, um, how many of you had, you grew up in the 80s and you had a Nintendo system, right? So you, you played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!! Right, that was like my favorite game. Akari Warriors, right? Super Mario Bros. Brothers. One thing that I loved, one thing that I loved about playing Nintendo, I, I guess you could do it now if you have an Xbox. I don't know what your game console is. But you, I'm sure you can do it. But uh, if if the game wasn't going like I wanted it to go, i just press that reset button. You know that big, fat button? And you just press reset, and you kind of go back at the beginning. Um, like, I wish we had a, come on, just play with me, right? Like, just go with me. Um, I have this, I wish every single day I had like this magic button where I could just reset, right? Where, man, if it's not going my way, that I could just like either pause or reset the day or recharge or whatever, Um, because there's just some days, and let's be honest, as we go into the new year, there are going to be days you're going to, you're not going to, you're going to wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Your feels are going to be all over the place. You're not going to have all the energy or the strength to do what God's called you to do. So what's the good news, Chris, right? How do we we carry um, a new life that God has promised us? Well, Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, he says, "Um, I want you to come to me. Everyone say come. He issues an invitation to his disciples. Guys, what I've called you to do um, requires my presence. What I've called you to do in this world requires my grace, You can't do what I've called you to do. You can't be invincible. You can't negotiate the difficulties of life without my presence. And so Jesus, he says to those who are weary and those who are tired and those who are maybe a little bit overwhelmed, he says, I want you to take my yoke. Everyone say yoke. Yoke. I want you to take my yoke upon yourself. Yoke? A yoke, if you don't know this in the ancient setting, was a work instrument. Right, you would think if, if Jesus was a good psychologist, and I, I, I believe in psych, psychologists, I think they're great, but if Jesus was a really good psychologist or therapist, he would say to those who need rest, oh, I'm going to give you a vacation. And all the people who love vacation said amen. Right? Oh, hey, I'm going to give you like a, like a trip to Disneyland or Maui or we'll go to McCall or something. Or maybe for some of you, maybe yeah, maybe Jesus would give you a mattress or something, Right? Jesus doesn't offer a mattress, he doesn't offer a vacation, he doesn't offer a couch, he doesn't offer a nap, and all the nappers said amen. We need more naps. Amen. I'm waiting for some amens, people. You live longer the more naps you take. Jesus doesn't offer any of that. He doesn't offer a vacation. He doesn't offer escape from your circumstances. He doesn't say, okay, I'm gonna save you and I'm gonna rescue you from creation and we're gonna go off to some disembodied place we call heaven. Jesus doesn't offer escape. He doesn't offer a mattress. He doesn't offer a vacation. What does he offer? He offers equipment. He offers his yoke, this work instrument, which which symbolizes his presence his teaching. In fact, within this ancient setting, yokes uh, were referred to by rabbis as someone's teaching. And so Jesus is saying, hey, this is my teaching. My teaching will give you rest. My, my words will give you exactly what you need every single day. And in this ancient setting, when rabbis would refer to yoke yokes, they would also refer to the practice that ancient farmers would do. They would take um, uh, this wooden instrument or this wooden bar and they would join two oxen together. And they would take an older ox and they would join it with a younger ox because an, an older ox had more maturity, understood the rhythms of plowing a younger ox, if you just left it by itself and you tried to plow your field, it would be all over the place, Right? Erratic. It just, it, it, you wouldn't make any straight lines. You couldn't farm. And so what ancient farmers would do, they would take a younger ox, and the younger ox would learn the rhythms of plowing by being joined up to an older ox. And so I think Jesus is saying, hey, guys, um, if, if you want to not just make it, if you want to thrive, uh, if, if you want to do what I've called you to do, if you want my peace, if you want my rest, if you want my grace, if you want my anointing, you have to be joined up to me. I'm going to give you uh, my yoke. Can I get an amen? I'm going to teach you no matter what season you go through, no matter how you feel, no matter what you experience in life, I have the answer every single day. It's my yoke. It's my presence. It's my teaching. It's my life. And if you simply learn from me, if you simply learn the art of being with me, and taking up my words and taking up my teaching. And you're in my presence because in my presence is fullness of joy. You will experience rest. You will experience hope. You will experience faith. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you go through. If you are joined up to me, you can handle crazy kids. You can handle the apocalypse. Come on somebody. You can handle when your team doesn't win, when you don't get your coffee, right? When you get a bad, bad report from your doctor, it doesn't matter, come rain, sunshine, hell, or high water. If you're joined up to me, and you know my words, and you have my yoke, and you've given me all your burdens, you will have my rest. So how do we do that? And there's just so much I could talk about, but I, I can't um, because, of, because of time. I think we do this practically, um, and it's found in Psalm 46. And there's two verses. Many of you are familiar with this uh, text. Uh, beginning in verse 8, uh, the poet, he says, Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes, he makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. And then he says this, be still. Turn to your neighbor and say, be still. Be still. Be still and then know. The word here is yada. It refers to intimate knowledge. Before you can have intimate knowledge of God, you have to learn to be still. Be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I think the problem, can you give me just two more minutes? Three minutes? This is the shortest message ever. But I want us this year in in 2018 to to take up the life that God has for us. Some of you, God's going to entrust you more responsibility. And you can't carry that responsibility without the yoke of Jesus. So so how how do we practically take up the yoke that Jesus has? How do we join ourselves with Jesus? Well, I think we got to practice the art of being still. The poet makes it very clear in order for us to know God, we have to learn to step out of the traffic. We got to learn to be still. We got to quiet our soul. I've I've read this research before but I want to read it one more time. This To me, this is filled with hope. I don't want you to get depressed with this, um, but I want you to hear this research. Um, One researcher did a survey of 20,000 Christians, and he identified busyness as the biggest problem. He he said this. He's actually a a conglomerate of of researchers. They, They suggested it may be the case that, number one, Christians have assimilated a culture of busyness, hurry, and overload, which leads to, number two, that God is increasingly marginalized in Christians' lives, which leads to three, a deteriorating relationship with God, which leads to number four, Christians becoming more vulnerable to adopting secular assumptions on how to live, which leads to five, more conformity to busyness, and then the cycle continues. They identified the problem not as like secular culture being so dominant that Christians can't survive or thrive in it. Uh, We all know that the devil is not stronger uh, than Christ who is in you. Can I get an amen to that? Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So if, if our heart is troubled this morning and our heart is overwhelmed, it could be the case, I'm, it might not be, but it could be the case that you've not practiced the art of being still, stepping out of, the, uh, out of the traffic so you can take a long, loving look at God, who's above politics, who's above the president, who's above our economy, who's above all things right above the White House, above what's going on around the globe. He is the High King, He is the King of Kings, He's over the White House, your house. Can I get an Amen? And the crack house, right? He is in charge. I think the problem is we just we we've, we've embraced a pathological busyness. We we can't see. What God is up to. In fact, we can't even hear what God is saying and He's speaking to us because we haven't practiced the art of being still. We gotta be still, we gotta listen in order to know God. In fact, many, many Christians, as I end, assume that, man, we can just kind of live like everybody else, right? Go to movies, and there's nothing wrong with movies, right? You go to a good movie. You have a date night. How many believe in date nights? The couple said amen. You get out, you have fun, you get your Slurpee, right? I don't know, that was the Holy Ghost for somebody. <laughs> and then you have a good time, that's great. Many people think that yeah, we could just, like, just live our lives like everybody else. And then we, we try to add Jesus, maybe like a Sunday, every now and then. Right? Okay, I'll go to church maybe once or twice a month, and maybe I'll read my Bible, maybe once every four months or whatever, and we assume that we can get the life that Jesus has offered us by basically doing what everybody else does. It's not gonna happen that way. If you're serious about rest, if you're serious about the peace of God, if you're serious about what God wants to do through you, I don't know if you know this, but God's called you to bless the world. God's called you not to be a taker, but a giver. God's called us as a community to build for the kingdom of Jesus. and We're unapologetic about that. God's entrusted you with much. But if we want that, we have to reorganize our entire life around the practice and the lifestyle of Jesus. Jesus made it a habit to get away to be with his father. Made a habit to spend time alone in the wilderness with wild animals so he could be with the father, so he could hear him. The the secret to the invincibility of Jesus was that he was joined up with his father. Jesus could handle the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus could handle the Pharisees. Jesus could handle the Satan. Jesus could handle the accusation, the betrayal. Jesus could handle all the, the immense power that he had because he was joined up to his father. This year, I want you to be joined up to your father. I want you to make a decision. I want us collectively this morning to make a decision to practice getting away, being still, so we can be with our father so we can hear him, receive his strength, receive his presence, and restructure our entire life about around being with Jesus. That's my passion for this church. And if we can do that, we can pick up this new, this new way of carrying life. We can carry the good times, the bad times, we can carry anything, we can go through anything, we can do all things, through Christ who strengthens me. The yoke, yes, it's a work instrument. Isn't it funny how we think prayer is work? Isn't it funny how we think like reading our Bible is work? Like sometimes we wake up in the morning, our feels are off, ah, I don't wanna go to church, and we think it's work, no, 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 no. Let's change our frame of reference. Prayer is not work, yeah, 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 yeah. It might feel like work at times, But no, the, the more you pray, the more you realize it's rest. And the more you're in the Word, God's Word, even though it might feel like work, it ain't work. Yes, it's a yoke, but man, this yoke is easy. It's light, and when you get in God's Word, you get His mind, you get His thoughts. Come on, you get His grace. Are we in a Pentecostal church this morning? Man, being with Jesus is not work. And yet this world has convinced us, oh, I gotta go pray today. So hard. It's a yoke. It's so heavy. No, it's rest. I want us to make a commitment this morning. As we, and I I believe everyone wants this, you want a a new way of carrying life. You would make a decision to be with Jesus like you've never been. I pray this prayer a lot over people. It's amazing what happens in their lives. I pray, and I'm gonna pray this over you, that God will give you a fresh desire to be with him, to read his word. I pray this over a lot of people, and it's crazy. People just like, they start reading their Bible like they've never read it before. It's like something that God put in my heart, it changed my life when I was in eighth grade. I was going through a lot of difficult things in eighth grade, had a conversation with my dad, and and my dad goes, Chris, you just start reading God's word, it's gonna change your life made a decision to do that, and it's changed my life. Simple as that. And I'm going to pray that those of you, maybe this morning, you feel like, I just, I I want to, I want want to spend time with Jesus, but it just feels hard. I want to pray that God's going to give you a new desire to be with him. Something's going to like click in your spirit this morning. So I want to pray for you. If you could bow your heads and close your eyes. The shortest message ever. This is Vision Weekend, right? We go with the flow. So your eyes are closed, your heads are bowed. I'm gonna pray for all of you that God will give you a new way, a fresh capacity to handle everything this year. It's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a great year. But God's gonna give you renewed strength if you want this, I want you to take your hand and put it on your heart. I'm going to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for giving us a new capacity to carry your life. A new capacity to handle things. Lord, I thank you that your grace is sufficient for us. Your strength is made perfect in our weakness. Lord, I I thank you for your blessing this morning. I thank you for renewed energy. I thank you, Isaiah 40 says, those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings of eagles. They shall run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. So Lord, I thank you for a new capacity to bless the world this year. A new capacity to handle the good times and then the difficult times. In Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray right now, any of those in this room that are weary and tired, maybe sick, maybe they got a sick heart. Maybe they're just, they're overwhelmed this morning with despair or fear. I pray right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would bring your peace to them in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind your eyes are closed, your heads are bowed. Some of you, you, you've been carrying the wrong yoke. You haven't been carrying the yoke that Jesus wants for you. And you're weary this morning. Some of you are depressed. Some of you, you just can't see the future. You have no hope for the future. If that's you, for every eye, close, every head, about, you say, Chris, could you pray for me? I'm just like, that's me. I need the rest that you're talking about. Could you just raise your hand right now? I want to pray for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All over the place. Thank you. You just, ah, I, I, need, I need Jesus. Wow. Okay, if you raise your hand, I want you to put your hand in your heart. I got to close here. Father, I thank you for your peace to come right now. Well, I just, I just ask that you would lift every burden, every weight, everything that has overcome us, any fear, any weariness, exhaustion, simply being tired. I pray, Holy Spirit, right now you would come and bring your rest and your peace and your joy to every heart, to every son and daughter, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your goodness this morning. Thank you, Father. As your eyes are closed, I just, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. I just want you to wait on Jesus. And this practice being still this morning, the Holy Spirit's talking to you. I want you to open your heart to him right now. Just listen. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Capital Christian. We hope you will stay connected by following us online. To find out more information, visit us at capitalchristian.com.